Say, nigga, I don't wanna talk Meet me at the bank, show me what you really bout Niggas ain't real when the shit really count That's why I keep my look cat in they mouth Say, bitch, I don't got a cap Everything I talk, yeah, I really did that If you want beef, then my bitch gon' scratch I'ma get the money, so I let her handle that Woo, free JT, ayy Real bitches fuck with me, ayy I don't do shit for the free Man, y'all niggas gotta pay me, ayy Put some respect on my team, huh I'm the 1501 queen, ayy Bitch, you better learn who run it Cause all this money gotta come through me, ayy I keep it realer than real Fuck all the critics and fuck how they feel I'm getting money, it is what it is They wanna know how I did what I did Yo, 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 Muddy Waters Podcast, episode 8. This your boy Shaq Sims. I'm here with Megan Smalls, man. She is definitely the epitome of what you call a boss woman. You know, she has multiple businesses. She's a realtor, not a real estate agent, a realtor. Get it straight. Right. You know, she has um, her own jewelry line. She's a stylist, fashionista, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> man. She does all that, sh- all that shit. <laughs> she does all that. But um, introduce yourself, Megan. Hi, everyone. So I am Megan Smalls. I am a realtor here in Atlanta. I have a jewelry line. Um, my website is shop M N D L. So that's M is is Megan, N is Nicole, D is in Diamond, L is in Life. So shop M N D L dot store. Um, I make handmade jewelry. Everything I make is handmade, except some pieces like some necklaces and rings. But basically, everything I do, I make. Um, so yeah, I do that in my pastime. Uh, real estate is taking up a lot of time right now, so that's my main focus, and I love it. So you do? Yeah. What you love about it? Um, it's a grind. It's a hustle. Like every day. Like if I'm not doing nothing, if I'm not working to make money like i'm not doing anything like i'm not making no money so it's either you know i wake up every day and like okay i got my schedule what i'm gonna do you know dial for dollars like just go out preview homes try to meet everybody i can like it's it's a hustle all day every day non-stop right that's the epitome of independent yeah the epitome of independence right there right now we're gonna go back a little bit because we went we actually went to high school together right we did we did we did so back in high school what were your aspirations and ambitions back in high school i have always wanted to be in the fashion industry so i always wanted to get into buying um fashion merchandising so i actually went to usc the university of south carolina and i graduated there December 2017 um, with my bachelor's in retail with a concentration in fashion merchandising to become a buyer. And that's what brought me to Atlanta. So after college, I got a retail management internship with Nordstrom. And it was only seven interns. um, And out of seven, two got promoted into being assistant department manager. And I was one and came here to Perimeter Mall, I was there for eight months. Um, I was a assistant department manager of home and active, women active wear. And then I got promoted into a bigger position at Phipps Plaza. And there I was an assistant department manager of lingerie, point of view, that's like older women clothing, and <laughs> <laughs> and um, evening wear. So I was working with like brides, prom girls, 
everybody, everybody in the family, but I got so many years in retail, so it was time to get out of retail this year and got into a new industry, which is real estate, so. So you like, now fashion has always been your passion, so getting into real estate, was that something that you became passionate about? Yeah, um... Actually, when I was in high school, like, I always had the thought, like, I wanted to be a real estate agent just because, I, like, I, we had family friends that was in real estate investing. Okay. And I'm like, okay, it look cool. Like, it's houses, you know, it's something to sell. Mm-hmm. And then I really ain't paid no attention to it until, like, I was, like, within the last two years, Um, I was like, I got to get out of retail, got to get out of corporate, like. I was trying to get a buying job. I was I probably did about 40, 50 interviews last year. Like so many interviews. And my breaking point was um I was doing an interview for this company in Florida to be a part of their like assistant like buying planning program. Mm-hmm. I promise you, dog, I did like nine interviews. I went through three rounds. First time I didn't get it, and it was some bull crap. Second time I didn't get it. The third time I told, I was in Toronto at the time last year, and I told them I was traveling. They didn't care, so they still just hit me up while I was traveling. So I'm traveling in Toronto, like walking through a crowded airport on the phone for like two, three hours, like going through an interview process on Marta trains. Like, on, it was crazy. And that third interview stumped me every time because. Every planner was like such an asshole. Like during the so interview, hard. yeah. Every time is like, that the industry though? Like they feel they they're like snobby because I hear a lot of people in the fashion industry I hear say that. people are snobby. I hear that a lot, and I mean a lot of people want them jobs, and everybody like everybody will go into you know a retail program. Like I want to be a buyer. That's everybody dream that's like in the fashion really. So, I don't know. Maybe it's like that because they know the market's so, like, it's so demanding for that job. So, maybe they're just like, you know, yeah. I don't know. Because it was crazy because, like, in the interview process, she asked me, she was like, well, coming from, you know, retail to corporate, like, how do you think you would succeed in this role? Because I've had people that, you know, came from retail in this role and they they can't, you know, do well because they want to talk to people out there. They just want to, you know, not focus on sitting there and doing their work at their desk. And I'm like, they're not me. Like, honestly, I love to work by myself. I don't want to talk to people all day long. Like, right. I do it because I have to. <laughs> like, <laughs> I really don't want to talk to people every day, all day. Mm-hmm. Come, you know, especially stupid questions. Like, I'm over it. Like, yeah. if I can work by myself and, like, really get into numbers and do all of that, I'll be, you know, in heaven. But mm-hmm. it ain't work. So I was just like, fuck it, you yeah. know? Like, it is what it is. Yeah, gotta keep it pushing. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm in a master's program right now um, for supply chain management. Okay. So, hopefully, when I'm done with this, I'm gonna try to start getting the internships again. Yeah. So I kind of want to get into like, if I go back on corporate, I want to do something like maybe like analysis, like a fleet analysis for like a you know a car dealership, like mm-hmm. you know those type of things, mm-hmm. or just something like with mass production. So. Yeah. Maybe I can work at, like, warehouses for, like, you know, ships or something like that. Because mm-hmm. the transportation always going to be, you know. Logistics always going to Yeah, boom, it's always going to boom. It is. We it definitely going to always yeah. boom. You know what I'm saying? And you can't get a, build a machine to do that. Right. You can't build a machine to right. think. You know what I mean? Yeah. So did that turn you sour a little bit? Because I'd imagine you did nine interviews for that one company. Right. How did that make you feel? Like, did you feel like all of the school that you did, yeah. all of the shit that you did to prepare you for this, 
and you just couldn't get past the interviews right how did that oh my god like it was so discouraging like i was over it like over i was trying to get a job with another company and the interviewing process was so long like i know january i went to go meet the manager to get him my resume in march she finally hit me back talking about an interview it's like a month to schedule the interview to do that interview passed then i had the interview with the regional manager um and that was over facetime so you know they got talking to me over facetime it's a whole nother month before i hear something back from that so that was like five six months just for an interview process that i really ain't even get you know yeah so i was definitely over it like that's why i was like man like i'm slaving in the store, stand up on my feet all day. Mm-hmm. Like I'm over this. Like you Dealing know, with niggas bringing shit back that they want to yeah, the club. Like we was right. talking about earlier. <laughs> right, people want to argue with you because you don't want to take you know clothes back that they don't worn. Like mm-hmm. man, oh, it, oh, it was hell. Like I got out of retail. I'm not going back. If it's not my store, I'm not doing it. Right. Like no. I don't believe not. Retail is a man, listen. Retail is aggravating. Yeah, retail. It's really aggravating. Oh my God. It's like, fun, but it's annoying. Yeah. It's fun, but it's annoying. So, you know, after the whole retail thing didn't work out, what made you go back and say, Hey, real estate might be something I'm interested in? I have family friends that were in real estate. What made yeah, you Yeah, um, well, I started my real estate journey last year. Okay. So last I wanna say that was last March. I took my first real estate class. Um, so with the school I was in, like they want you to pass the school test, and then you pass, then you get, then you're eligible to take the state test. Mm-hmm. So did that class, then passed the school exam. Um, yeah, then it took. I was procrastinating. Like I failed the test. I think like that May, and I probably tried to go back and take the test in like September. Of course, I failed because I wasn't studying. It was just like a lot going on between that time, like May to the September. I was like traveling a lot, just doing stuff. And then, um, yeah, so that was that. So then November, I think it was like November, November, December, I went back to the real estate school and I was just like, look, I got to get my head in this book, like study. You know how it is, like Mm -hmm. study all that material, you Mm -hmm. know. I was like, look, I just got to remember for this test. I passed my test. Um, that was like at the beginning of the week. I think I scheduled my state exam maybe like the same week or mm-hmm. like for a week after. Um, didn't pass the state exam the first time. So then I was like, okay, well, I gotta take this test super quick before I like forget all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I scheduled the like the earliest one and I had to go down to Macon and I passed and that was like the last week of February and then after that um, that same week, I was, like, interviewing brokers because I'm, like, if I'm going to do this, like, I got to get it, you know. Now. Yeah, got to yeah. get the ball rolling. So I interviewed three, and I chose one by the end of the week. Um, yeah, so Monday, yeah, Monday I was in the office, like, you know, getting it going, getting, getting it started. In. Yeah. Did you have a mentor coming out the gate? No. Um, Kind of with my broker, like, that's when I was interviewing brokers, I was, I chose who felt the most, like, could give me, like, mentorship. Uh-huh. Um, One that I felt like I could really connect with. And, you know, it was nice. Like, I really did, like, my 
my initial broker. Like, she taught me a lot. Yeah. Um, it was just like it was kind of, like, in my office, it was it would really just be us two in there because it was a small office. Um, we really didn't have a lot of agents in and out. Mm-hmm. My broker, she practiced, like, in that office, like, she was still practicing real estate, and she was new to Georgia, too. Mm. So it was like I would shadow her, you know, on some of her, like, you know, uh, duties or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. But it was just like I I wasn't getting business and I wasn't really like hands on learning. I'm really just watching. Cause it. she's still doing her. Yeah, that. she's still doing her stuff. So yeah. it was like you can't really focus on me. And it was like when we did focus on myself, she was so long winded. Like I remember the first like my first contract I had to write up. I was leaving South Carolina, and I had an investor call me and it was like they want to put an offer on this house. So before I leave South Carolina, I called a listing agent, get all the terms, negotiate, whatever. So I called my broker. Like, I'm on the way back from <laughs> South Carolina. Like, yeah. I'm coming straight to the office. Like, we need to write this contract up and get this in. Bro, I promise you, I got to the office at 4 p.m. that evening. And I did not leave the office until about 1.30 that night. Trying to write up one contract, one offer. And we still did not finish it. And... At the time, like, I needed guard forms. You know, that's the Georgia forms mm-hmm. for, you know, contracts. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have that yet because it takes days, you know, to, like, get access to it. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have that. So it was all up under her, um, under her stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was just, like, little stuff. I had to keep going back. You know, and I had to go through her for everything at that moment. She want to talk the yeah, whole time? she want to talk she the whole time. I'm like, bro, come on, like. You know, real estate time sensitive. Time like, sensitive. Cause time is money. Yeah. You know a what I'm property saying? can get swiped up just like that. Like it's so that. many cash buyers, cash investors out here. Like mm-hmm. especially in the, in the investment industry, like them shit's going. Yeah, quick. and niggas is not paying you to be no. their agent. You get paid right. after they close. Right. You yeah. Know what I'm so yeah, that's yeah. annoying. Right. Super. So so did that? What did that teach you? What did that teach you about real estate? Like um, that lesson that you learned? Cause I feel like everything that doesn't work out is ends up becoming yeah lesson. for sure you know what i mean yeah i would say with that uh situation it was like okay this is my business i cannot wait you know i can't wait on somebody i can't depend on somebody so it was like i'm reading these contracts i'm learning all this crap mm-hmm. like i was reaching out to all like the seasoned agents that i knew personally like mm-hmm. i was reaching out to them like hey you know can you just give me tips like you know, just something. Like, if I have a question about a contract, I'm going to call them and ask them mm-hmm. if I can't get in touch with my broker. Mm-hmm. So, that helped. Um, I was just like, look, I just can't depend on nobody to teach me. Like, of course, I want to learn and soak up everything I can talking to, you know, seasoned agents. But mm-hmm. it was like, yeah, it's a business. I got to keep it moving. So, I got to make the best move for my decision. And that's when I decided to move on to another brokerage. And I've been liking it ever since. But you always been business minded though. Yeah. Like you had your own jewelry line. You know, you always yeah. did different things on your own for years. Like what gave you that business acumen? Were you um, always did you always have like an entrepreneur spirit? Was you I like I did. Oh my gosh. In elementary school, I remember <laughs> I used to make flower pins. So I would get these pins and like flake fake flowers and uh-huh. i would like snip off the uh you know the top like with the bud on it and i would get like this green tape uh-huh. and i would wrap it around the pen and i would get like little vases and like see uh seeds or something put in the vase and like this might make, make like like flower bouquets but they'll be pens uh-huh. and i would sell them to my teachers 
in elementary school. So that was like my little hustle in elementary school. Like in middle school, I sold candy. Like yeah. I was booming selling candy in middle school. Like <laughs> word, I was making like fifty them a dollar dollars. Yeah, that's dope. I think, yeah, I think I was cheap. I remember, bro. I remember dudes would come up and be like, "Bro, like let's collaborate with this, you know, selling candies." Like, no, no, I'm taking all my profits, my guy. Like, right. my mama took me to Sam's to get these boxes of candies. Uh-huh. Like, I'm selling all these shits. Did you have workers too, or was <laughs> nah, it just you? Nah, you uh, weren't booming like that. Me. Yeah, it's just me. I uh-huh. can handle it. You know, big purse, bag, just dropping money in my bag, give them change if they need it. You know, yeah. do what I had to do. Yeah, that's dope. <laughs> so you always had like an entrepreneur spirit. Yeah, I definitely. My grandfather, I was really close with my grandfather, mm-hmm. and he was like a businessman. He always was like, you know, just so professional, like successful. I always wanted to be so resourceful to everybody around him. Mm-hmm. So I always looked up to my granddaddy. Like I was like, if I want to be a business person, I'm gonna be like my granddaddy. Like I'm gonna make it happen like him. Like. This like this always my goal. Like this my goal now. Like mm-hmm. you know, I want to be as successful as my grandfather or like more if I can. What's your grandfather do? My grandfather was um an accountant. He okay. was an accountant in South Carolina. He told me he was the first black accountant in South Carolina. I don't know. Like we ain't got like no. Granddaddy might be lying. Yeah, granddaddy <laughs> might be lying. Might be lying. But... No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I don't know. You know, we ain't had no no plaques or trophies or nothing but i'm like yeah you know i'm like okay (laughs) daddy like you you are like you know that was like yeah he was the man's but yeah um before he retired like his last big role was he was the um vice president of the finance financial department um at south carolina state okay so he was like he had really pushed like getting the um like the new adorns built and all that stuff so he was like, yeah, he like he was in the higher education all of his career too. Like yeah. he was really serious about like, you know, just making sure, you know, people had scholarships, people got the resources they need to, you know, further their education. So he's always been really big in education and just, you know, mm-hmm. growing you know, growing people. Yeah. You know, just, just, just pushing yourself to your highest ability. Yeah. So it was no question that you was going to college. Oh no. It was no question. Yeah, no question. Like yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, there was no question. That's dope, though. That yeah. Because, I mean, college probably, and everybody that I have on my show that went to college, I always ask them, what did you learn from college? What did it teach you? Yeah. Like, what Ooh. did college teach you about life? Oh, my gosh. That's a good question. Um, So, what did college teach me about life? I mean, it was just, I don't know. Like, I can't explain it. Um. So my first year of college, I went to oh wow, I went to um, College of Charleston. So there, that shit was so different. Like I hated it there. Like really? I met wonderful people there. My first year, like my first year there, I met great people there. But I hated it there. Charleston. Yeah, like it's too white for you too white like and it was nothing but like rich white kids from like up north you know oh, yeah so it was just like a fred kind of sorority kind of thing and you know like it had the black greeks and stuff but like that really wasn't like my thing like you know i just had my homies like you know mm-hmm. kicking it yeah we would like literally like we would go to the library at the class being there for like six hours six eight hours like in tutoring you know just working hard and mm-hmm. shoot Lead to the library and just turn up like that's how we did. But I'm like we stayed on track and we did really good. So 
I mean, college, like, uh, I mean, it was school. Like, yeah. I mean, it really But ain't. just the experience, though, like, yeah. being away from home, you independent. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You coming straight from high school to, like, I mean, you living on a dorm, but you yeah. essentially by yourself. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean... I guess it was just like, you know, just to always stay on your P's and Q's. I'll say that. Like, just, you know, just be an adult. Like, I'm being being responsible and being an adult. I don't know. I feel like I've always been kind of mature. and Yeah, you have. you always <laughs> been mature. you always like, been mature. Like, you know, I'm my only child. So, it's like, I know how to entertain myself. Like, I'm not... Like I'm not bothered, you know, being yeah. alone. Like yeah, I'm not, hey, you know what's crazy? Like I'm basically the only child because my big sister, she probably like four or five years older than me. Yeah, we had different moms, and then my little sisters, we ten years apart. Oh wow! So I was essentially the only <laughs> child, and yeah. I really enjoyed being by myself. Yeah, right. I, I really love it. it. Like I feel like I'm almost too comfortable like being by myself because like yeah. I could really sit and chill like by myself in the house like talk, not talking to nobody, no TV on, no nothing. Like I can yeah. just chill, but uh, I gotta be around people. I'm trying to like you know like yeah. you know I'm trying to enjoy being around people more and. You, know, you got to, you on real estate agent now. Yeah, I am. So that's like, you that's why to. I make sure, you know, I network and I talk to people. Like, I'm definitely getting out of my comfort zone. Because yeah. this shit is not easy. Like, just talk, you know, just coming up to somebody like, hi, I'm a real estate agent. You know, I'm a realtor. Yeah. And, you know, it's just like, they might be like, uh, but, you know, you got to learn how to keep the conversation going. Uh-huh. And I always want to be like, you know, I want to be a smooth talker. I want to be one of the people that can just like, you, you know, just keep it going. You always been a smooth talker, you know? man. But I could be better, you know. I want to be, like, extra smooth, like, smooth like butter. Like, you yeah. know, like, you know how, like, them people just, like, you don't even know what happened. They just got you. You know, you just trapped up in something just because they talk to you so good. Like, finagling. Yeah, that's what flim I want to Flim, flim. me, watch. Before you know it, you done signed the contract on the house you can't afford. Okay, right. But, now nah, I wouldn't do my clients like that. Nah. I would make sure, you know, mm-hmm. you get in. What you want and what you can afford. Right. That is the main thing. That's definitely the main right. thing. Now, you went to your new broker. Uh, do you want to share who your broker is? What's the brokerage that you work for? Or that yeah. you're an agent for, I'm sorry. So, I'm with Colwell Banker. Okay. Uh, residential brokerage. Um, So, uh, I feel like it's more of a household name. Okay. Um, Definitely a bigger brand. Uh, I like it a lot. Though. I definitely learned. Um, from a lot of agents in my office. They have a lot of seasoned, like, top-producing agents in my office, like, mm-hmm. especially here in the Dunwoody area. Yeah. So, I mean, they've been booming for, like, 30 years. That's it's, motivation, Yeah, though. right. So I like being around it and just, like, being around their listings. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to see $700,000 homes, like, million-dollar homes, you know. Yeah. I'm going to estates on 10 acres. Like, mm-hmm. shit, sign me up because – you know, I plan on selling these. I plan on being that luxury listing agent. Like, I'm going to be that luxury going listing to. agent. So Definitely. You know? Speaking it into existence. Yeah. And the work ethic shows. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. how does it feel, like, going in these huge houses, like, damn, this shit is crazy. Somebody actually yeah. lives here. Right. Somebody is actually going to buy this. <laughs> right. And I live... In a place not even the size of the damn garage. That's <laughs> right. how it be. Like, when I be seeing big houses, I be yeah. like, damn, bro. Right. Like, this shit costs more than my whole life. Like, right. Like, <laughs> How do we feel yeah. going to them houses? Like, oh, my God. I just be like, you know, I just, 
I would just think, like, I always think it's attainable because if it, it wasn't, like, I wouldn't be able to step foot in this house. Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be exposed to these, Mm-mm. you know, these types of homes and these prices and the amenities. Like, you know, shoot, somebody got it out there. It's green everywhere. And somebody yeah. got it and somebody can pay cash for it. So, yeah. you know, they can buy with equity on another home. Like, it's going to get sold and shit. I want to sell it. That's mm-hmm. how I always think about it, like. I can, I'm just trying to be like, you know, how can I get in front of a buyer that wants to buy this? Or how can I get in front of a seller that wants to sell a home like this? Yeah. That's how I think about it now. Mm-hmm. And it comes from networking and relationships and doing yeah. and putting in the work that you're putting in. Yeah. You made a lot of progress to come from where you came from. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. This is like your first full year in real estate. Like, yeah. Honestly. It is. It is. A lot yeah. to be coming up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I be thinking about that because sometimes I can like beat up on myself and be like, done. You know, like. I got to get something cracking, you know. I got to keep it shaking. I got to keep it moving. But it's like, if I think about where I was last year, like last year I was in, uh, like, Nordstrom. Yeah, I was in Nordstrom every weekend last year. Like, either I was closing on a Saturday night and opening up on a Sunday or, you know, opening on a Saturday and closing on a Sunday. You know, like, mm-hmm. I was that was my life. I was at work all day, every day in a retail store, and I being appreciated for my work, mm-hmm. like, Oh, it's I a number. hated it. Yeah, like yeah. I really wanted to like it, but I had a manager, a store manager. Oh my god, she's a bitch. Oh, he, he, like, yeah. I had an interview at Nordstrom. Really? Remember which one? Oh, the one you worked at. Remember? Yeah. When I first oh moved gosh. to Atlanta. Yeah. Man, them niggas is lame, man. Yeah. I ended up getting a job paying more than it. that though. But no, they ended up not giving oh. it to me, and then they called me back for another interview. But by that time, I had got another job yeah. paying way more. I wasn't really trying to pay me no money like that. Right. I was thinking, like, damn, I'm going to get about 17 working at Nordstrom. <laughs> right. You think? was like $12, yep. $11. <laughs> I was like, I got me fucked up. Yep, you know what I'm real. saying? But I thought, you know, the name, the brand. But I heard the commission is really good, though. Yeah. It depends. Yeah. It depends on the department. Like, if you in men's, like, in a department store, even when I was at Saks, if you in men's, if you in the men's department, or in women's shoes, you can boom. Maybe handbags. If it's good handbags and designer handbags, yeah, because you can usually get like ten percent commission, almost nine ten percent commission in them departments. Yeah, but it's like you got to meet your sales quota, meet your sales quota, then the money on top of that, you make the commission off of that. Mm. So it was like you got to meet your cap, you know, mm-hmm. to make money. Like it's uh uh just too much. Sucks, yeah, that's not no way to live. No, but I mean, I will not knock it because. I did learn a lot with that job. Like, my first day on the job, I was interviewing people, like, for jobs, um, you know, for sales roles. Mm -hmm. So, I did learn a lot. So, I won't say, you know, but I did hate it. (laughs) (laughs) Love and hate. Yeah. It was bittersweet. But, I mean, it was was a learning lesson, though. It prepared you for where you are now. Yeah. I feel like everything that you go through in life prepares you for the next step. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, So you become better, like... Damn, if I would have got this shit a year ago, like just imagine if you would have got your license back when you first tried. Yeah. You probably wouldn't have made the steps that you've been making right. now. You know right. what I'm saying? Straight out the gate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you probably wouldn't have had that hunger. You probably right. would have been like, shit, I got Nordstrom in my back pocket. Yeah. This shit lit. You know what I'm saying? Fuck it. Get too hard. I can just go back. Yeah. But now you got the mindset like, you know what? It's all or nothing because yeah. I really hate this shit. Right. Man. I ain't trying to go back. Right. You know That's what I'm how saying? it is. Yeah. Like, this yeah. is my bread and butter. So mm-hmm. I'm taking it serious. This is my business. Business, like, yeah, that's dope. I gotta make it happen. Now, what was it like to get that first transaction? Oh, 
It was scary, man. Um, it was scary for real. I get. Was it going through the process? Going of the through first the process, it wasn't like. I wouldn't say it was scary, but it's just like, you know, like, you can never be sure until you get that check. Like, you can never be sure until you get to that closing That's how table. you know you're black. Yeah. You talking like, about you get that check? The <laughs> 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 shit that closed, you're like, boy, this shit might not, this shit might okay. not clear. Like, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, you know, the kind, like, anything. Somebody yeah. can back out. Like, yeah. you know, it could be like an inspection or kind of appraisal. Uh-huh. Like, Because people are people. Yeah. And people Anything are fickle. Happen, right. Man, my first close, I was literally, like, we was literally at the closing attorney office from the time they opened to, like, 7 o'clock that night. But they, it was the last day of the month, which was crazy. It was mm-hmm. the last day of the month. Um, it was a Friday. And we was literally there from, like, 9, 10 o'clock in the morning to 7, 7.30. Mm. They kept, like, because it was, like, they, it was just, it was crazy. Were well, you were the buyer or seller's agent? I was the buyer's agent. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a really good experience, though, because I was really proud of myself about that experience because I um, I met my couple that Monday. Like, we had a buyer consultation over the phone, like, 10 o'clock that morning with the wife. And then 1.30, we met at the office. You know, we got through everything, talked over everything with her and her husband and their little baby. And it went really good. That first day, that Monday, we went looking. Like, we went out looking. Like, same what? day. Yeah, same day. Went out looking. Did you cold call them? Or was no, it? No. Um, it was actually from a referral from okay. an agent in South Carolina, um, Ashley McCory. Okay. Yeah. So Shout she, out to her. Yeah, right. Shout out to her. Like, I'm so appreciative of her. Um, but, yeah. So, had a bio consultation. Had a meeting in the office. Drove an hour away to uh, Jonesboro, and we was, like, out there looking at houses, and it's so crazy because the first house we saw was a townhouse that day. Then the second house was the house that they, like, ended up buying. So it was, like, perfect. So, you know, they was like, okay, well, we love this, but, you know, let's just look, which is, you know, normal or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I said, so the next day, so, yeah, that was Monday. So Tuesday we went out. We saw probably, like, five six houses um within the area and they had saw another house in college park and i think they had went by to go see it early that morning so that was like one of their contenders too other than you know the first one we had saw on monday mm-hmm. so then wednesday came and we was on the phone and they was like well you know i was talking to the listing agent we was going over terms and you know like they already got pre-approved, which was great. Off like, already got pre-approved. Like, we Damn. ready to put an offer in, you know? Right. So, um, yeah, that Wednesday, you know, I'm talking to him over the phone before I come back up that way to Jonesboro. And we went out looking. They was like, well, let's just go back to the, you know, the house we saw on the first day. Mm-hmm. So we went there and, you know, we walked around and I just let them, like, just walk, talk, you know, just get a feel, like, you know, see if they could really, like, picture their stuff there, you mm-hmm. know, see how the family feeling there. So they felt good about it. They was like, you know, this is what we want, like, this is what we want. So I was like. Did your heart drop? I was like, shit, let's get the listen agent on the phone, the lender on the phone. Like, you got you know, excited. Yeah. You got charged up. Yeah. You're like, like, damn, okay. we probably going to have to see another 10 houses. <laughs> Man, because they told me it was perfect. Like, it was perfect. They told me earlier that week. They was like, we do not want to see, you know, 20, 30 houses. Like, 
just they told I was like, well, tell me exactly what you want. They told me exactly what they want. I found exactly what they wanted in their price point, like under their budget. And it was perfect. Like they got so like they got their land, they got a big old house. Mm-hmm. Like it's so perfect. Like I love watching them on Snapchat in their house. Like Yeah. But it was so good. Like that I know they Thursday. Were so appreciative. Yeah, that Thursday we went and met with the builders agent because it was a new construction home. Okay. Met with the builders agent, went over the contract, and yep, they signed and gave their earnest money and we like we had to execute a contract within seven days, so it was go from there. What? Yeah, because, like, we, when we was in the house and, like, we was doing a buyer profile for the builder, um, the lender, yep, she was already, like, you know, we got a, we already went through underwriting. So, that was good. Yeah. Like, it, it was so smooth. Like, I was almost nervous because it went too smooth. Right. It went so good. That was, like, a good. That was, that was Yeah, that was perfect. That was a wow. good week. That yeah. was, that's dope. Yeah. You probably didn't expect to close like that fucking soon on no. anything. Like, no. Damn, that's dope no. as hell. Yeah. It was, it was I know your so family weird. was so proud of you. Like, yeah. It was perfect. Like, it was good. Like, man, it, that was a good day. I drove back so happy. I'm like, dog, like, you know how long I've been waiting, especially for a good check after right. getting all these bullcrap checks from retail? Man. Dog, I was oh my god, you would thought you, I was Rick Ross dog. <laughs> what you do when you got that check? <laughs> when you got that check, what did you do? Shit, like I paid bills. You paid bills. Yeah. You ain't bought no it. bag. No. Megan, you bought a bag. No, I wanted to. You bought some shoes. I did. I you, bought some shoes. You bought some shoes. Yeah. Did you go out and celebrate? Uh, yeah, you did. That night, I did. I was supposed to go out that night, but I was so tired. I think. I think we went out that weekend, that weekend. But I like it wasn't no like go hard, go out, you know. It wasn't no go hard, go out. Nah. When when is gonna be the go hard, go out? <laughs> you gotta celebrate. I know. You gotta um, celebrate. When I get when I reach my financial goal that I said I want to make by spring next year, when I meet that number, that's when I'm gonna go hard. Okay. Yeah. Is it like a certain number in the bank? Is it a certain amount of sales you want to do? Um, it's. It's uh, what I want in the bank. Okay. Yeah. So don't go and spend the shit. Now you get it in the bank. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't go and no. Spend it. <laughs> nah, if <laughs> no, I do, but nah, if I do, well, when I do, when I get it, like when I get that number, I said I'll probably, I probably buy either like my own first house or I don't know, but I'm investing. I I may buy a bag, but I'm gonna get Birkin. something. No, you buy a No, oh my god. Why buy a house where you can buy a Birkin? <laughs> Man, priorities <laughs> will be hella fucked up. <laughs> right. <laughs> nah. Look, man, I don't know. I don't know. I'll probably get me, yeah, I'll probably, I'll probably invest in something. Something that's going to make me some money back. Okay. Something I know I can put a lot of money and get some money back. And, like, you know, make my money back. So do you want to, like, do real estate investment eventually? Yeah, I think so. Like, I think, I want to say I see, like, in five years I see myself. With my own brokerage, but I kind of want to do like uh, I want to do development. Like I want to do like like I want my own development of like these upper echelon homes. But I want to be like a community, like Lake Carolina, something like that. Mm-hmm. I want like houses all surrounding like a little town. But mm-hmm. I want to be like you know like successful people. Like I don't, like I just got this whole idea in my head. Like I want this prominent development. Yeah, I want a school. Like, you know, like, I want all of that. Like, Only I want black to... people live there, though. Yeah. You got to be black to live there. Low key. <laughs> <laughs> Low key. You know. What, that's redlining? You can't Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Look, 
They be telling us to go back where we came from. So, you know. A nigga told me that shit the other day, man. No. Bro, I got in a car accident, bro. And I was I was over there um, in Atlanta by, what is it? Like North Decatur. <clears throat> Girl hit me Ooh. head on. Oh, my God. In, yeah, she hit me head on. And we was in the neighborhood trying yeah. to get this shit straight. And this dude was like, get the, you know, get out the road or whatever. And I was like, bro, we just got in an accident. Oh, right. So the nigga, like, went down the street to his house or whatever. But I had to go to the cul-de-sac to turn mm-hmm. around. He was like, get out of my neighborhood, nigga. No. God. Oh, my God. Yeah, he said that. He was like, go back to where He was like, get out of my neighborhood, nigga. Go back to where you came from. I was like, damn. Oh my god! Oh my god! Like oh my oh my god! Yeah. That is crazy. I really want, but I'm like, if I get out of fuck this yeah. going up, I'm going to jail. Right. I don't need like, these problems for real. Especially yeah. like you probably in a white neighborhood. White, like, white, white, whitest of the white. Oh yeah, you definitely been going downtown. I'm get my ass, motherfucker, beat up and lynched. They was gonna let Ooh. that nigga jump in and fight me. And okay. All. Yeah, that was some bullshit. Oh, oh my gosh! We what need to start you? doing that shit. Doing we need to with. start reverse redlining. Reverse Be like, look, redlining. Right. build our own neighborhood. Right. Like, only black people can live here <laughs> with a black family on the for side. For colors, right. Right, for colors only. <laughs> for real. <laughs> Man, they gonna be like, damn. We can't have you like y'all got y'all, y'all neighborhood. Y'all got y'all neighborhood. This is for the colors. Right. Like, you it's know? for us. Right. Yes. Yeah, you know. Y'all niggas can't live here. And if you do want to live here, right. we're gonna charge y'all double. <laughs> right. <laughs> this shit'll get burnt down so taxes, right. This shit'll get burnt down so quick. <laughs> <laughs> They'll blow that shit up. Like Man. Black Wall Street. Shit. I'll be building them damn subdivisions up everywhere. Like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> be like war. Right. You'll be on damn CNN, <laughs> nightly news, like Megan Smalls, a realtor in Atlanta, <laughs> is building. <laughs> right, colored only subdivision. Right, man, that should nah. be crazy, but that'd be dope though. Yeah, that'd I don't dope. want no problems though. But yeah, I do want to build a subdivision though, and all colors can come. <laughs> all, all colors, <laughs> all colors, even whites. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as you can pay for the house. Yeah, you just got to be able to afford it. Yeah. Yeah. So, how do you feel about like? today's climate with like social media and stuff like that because you know earlier we was talking about some things you have in the works i mean we were just talking about you know just people not having common sense and people just not having like the sense god should have gave them or their mama should have gave them yeah you know what i'm saying like what do you feel about today's climate because like you saw trouble had that pool party oh my god and that girl did that crazy stuff i'm not gonna say what she did we but, was just talking about that earlier. Like, bro, we was looking that? at the video a little boozy. Like, you saw a little boozy first? Little like, boozy was excited. Yeah, he was like shocked. And I'm like, bro, you can get a little boozy shocked, and you know you going off. Like, that's the one of the wildest people, like, on this earth. Because his pool parties be lit. Oh, God. Yeah, like, it's, man, it's crazy, man. It's, oh. Social media these days, like, I always tell people, like, work social media. Don't let social media work you. Like, yeah. You know, don't, like, dog, like, it's so crazy. Like, you know, I ain't knocking nobody, but it's like, man, dog, where your standards, where your morals at? Like, right. you know, like, you going to have kids one day, you know, or if you got kids, like, they going to see this one day. Like, mm-hmm. even with jobs, you know. Anybody can go look on the internet. So when you go into an interview and they got your video 
or you, you know, got cucumbers going in every hole of you, mm-hmm. like, then what? <laughs> you know, like. Some people have different views of it, though. Some people like, well, if she like it, I love it. I'm just like, bro. Yeah, if she like it, I love it, shit. But I just hurt, feel like, like man, know? listen, it's just got to be certain things you yeah. shouldn't let motherfuckers do. Right. I don't right. think you should let motherfuckers do that. I wouldn't. If a girl wanted to do something like that, because they said a girl wanted to, what? I wouldn't. I, you sometimes you got to think for people. You got to be like, you know what? I know you want to do that, but mm, that's Man, not a I good mean, look you for you, think dog. About when you on so much liquor at a party, brother, you know they liquored up like high. You know they probably everybody probably on a bean in there, like yeah. you know you don't not like you know like yeah they was probably sniffing stuff in there, you know yeah. Man, oh. I just feel like that's just too much. It man. is. It really much, is, bro. bro. I ain't no how like that. Like yeah. to kill myself over, like nah. Yeah. Nah. And there ain't like, enough followers in the world. No, like. But it's so I'm, crazy yeah. these days. Women don't look up to women like you. That like you know what? I'm gonna start a business. I'm not gonna show my body on the internet to make money. Like yeah. I'm gonna go out and do things on my own. Why is it that like? Women these days don't look up to women like you. Well, most women don't. Um, look up I to think women they like think we boy snores. Like shoot. They probably look at me like I'm born, like you know, yeah. like I'm just like I'm some little girl, or like you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like they just, cause I mean, especially here in Atlanta, like yeah. if you ain't doing that type of stuff, like them girls look. If you at ain't got you, fake you know? titties, like you yeah. ain't nobody. Right, you ain't nobody. <laughs> like who are you? Like you know, I'm probably like a Nissan. Like you know, I'm probably like invisible out here. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. cause I'm all natural, obviously. Right. You mm-hmm. know, but it's like yeah, you know. Uh huh. It's it's crazy out here. I don't know. I think it's like I don't know if it's just like p- the need for attention. Yeah. Or like if you really think you gonna like have a life living off of this, like or, or people just want to look cool. Yeah. Or if it's like a life of finessing, you know, it's one thing like finesse, but you can't do it forever, you know. And it's like I don't get it. I really don't get it, and I'm just like you know. Most girls don't want to work like for it. They oh, want to nah. live off a dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Who who are your influences? Like who are some women that you looked up to in your life that made you say, you yeah. know what? I want to go this route. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That molded you into the person that you are. I mean, Because you could tell you had a strong foundation. Yeah, I mean, of course, like my grandmother, uh, she was a teacher, so she taught me how to draw everything. Like my creative side, I always get it to my grandma because she's so creative. Yeah. And my aunt, my mom, of course, like, of course, I was all the women in my family I look up to, like older cousins, old aunts, older cousins, you know, like mm-hmm. all the women I look up to because I come from a win. I come from a family of strong women. Yeah. And strong men. So it's like, you know, with my family. But I mean, I ain't going to say, like, I always listen to Lil Kim and Trina and. Like, all of them growing up, you know, just, mm-hmm. you know, just always, you know, just screaming about independence and getting your own money. Like, yeah, you could trick off on bro, but it's like, spend his rather than yours, you know? <laughs> <laughs> city girl. <laughs> you know, are not? you a city girl or a hot girl? No. Which, uh, the, which one? Are you a city girl or a hot city girl? City girl hot girl. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I'll say a hot girl. You a hot girl? I'll be a hot girl. All right, so what's your definition of hot? You ain't with this gaming? Nah, you I'm not with this gaming because I feel bad. I'm like, you know, people shouldn't mess with people credit and stuff. That's wrong. Especially when people be scamming them old people. Yeah. Like, that's wrong. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you should definitely not scam. So, hot girl. Yeah, I'll be a hot girl. You'll be a hot girl? Yeah, I'll be a hot what's girl. Your de- is it a hot girl summer still? Um, I 
thinking every summer gonna be a hot girl summer for a girl that's on it and about her. You know, that's about doing her and about being on her shit. Like, it's the first hot girl no, summer. No, no. Listen. No, it is not. This is the first hot girl this summer. It's the first ever. hot girl summer. It's been publicized no. and advertised. First hot girl summer nah. ever. Y'all never had a summer. What? Niggas always ran the what? summer. What? Man, no. We always Man, ran no. the summer. Yeah, bruh. Nah. Because y'all supposed to be working in the wintertime and balling all summer. Niggas ain't got shit to ball with. Listen. If we being honest, like, <laughs> <laughs> what they balling with? Please tell me because. <laughs> 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 I mean, let's not get on their topic. Listen, hey, I can't, I can't join this conversation because I'm working all year. Okay? <laughs> I can't you ball know? no season. Okay. Listen, I can ball for a weekend. <laughs> I work all week to ball all weekend. Yeah, you know so, what I'm saying? Yeah, let's kill that because, you know. <laughs> for real. Because, I mean, it's it's a couple dudes that's on it. The dudes that's on it ain't on it. But then these other guys, like, they like riding coattails, you know. They like, you know. <laughs> Sam, what are these? <laughs> for real, a lot, of these, a lot of these dudes ain't doing nothing. I ain't making nothing shaking. Uh uh-uh. It's easy to, you know, it's clear. It's easy to tell. Yeah, it's easy to look good on the internet. Oh yeah, for sure. It's easy to look good. It's easy to talk about it on. on oh, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, these captions, bro. Like especially these guys, man. They be acting like they be getting it, bro. Like mama still be paying for stuff, which is nothing wrong. <laughs> but like <laughs> that, you know, cool. Mm-hmm. Like you know, my family help out with me, but. I'm not on the internet capping like I got yeah. it out of mud, like blah blah yeah. blah. Like, mm-hmm. eh, like nah, nah dude. <laughs> like nah, bro. you know, you got probably every girl that you talk to got paying a bill for you. So it's like, come on, bro. <laughs> Must be fucking nice. <laughs> <laughs> Must be fucking <laughs> nice. But these dudes getting taken care of these days. That's why I don't even be trying to hear that. Like, they do though. Dudes, yeah, dudes. So it's always been a hot girl. Su- it's For always sure. been a hot boy summer. It's all every summer been a hot boy summer, bro. Yeah, stupid we boy summer. Every summer. <laughs> <laughs> stupid boy summer. Every summer. So when a dude come to you, he got to come oh, correct. God. For sure. He got to come correct. You yeah. always been like that though. Even when we was like young, <laughs> bro. You know what I'm saying? When you had the what you had the Volkswagen. Oh, What's that my the voice? Volvo. Volvo. Yeah. Oh God, the coupe. <laughs> yeah, my C seventy Volvo. Yeah. You wasn't playing back then. Nah. nah. You was about your stuff back then. Yeah. You was calling niggas broke in high school. Like nigga, you broke. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, but you eat school lunch. <laughs> nigga, you broke. <laughs> but nah, man, for real, that school lunch was nasty, and them Chick Fil A sandwiches and pizzas was only like a dollar, two, three dollars. Yeah. Niggas eating school lunch. Like, y'all know that shit. Was oh, God, I was never eating school lunch. Yeah. Except for at Ridgeview. At Ridgeview, I did. Really? Yeah. Only on the days that I went to ISS. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, that's the I only time. I ate canteen. Had, like, fried chicken and stuff. Like, never ate that shit. All I ate was canteen. Black oh, yeah, what I ate the chicken sandwiches yeah, every chicken, day. Chick-fil-A sandwiches and pizzas and a Coke. Them hoes was not Chick-fil-A, though. When what? I came to Blackwood, them shits was like kicking chicken. What the fuck? What was they called? Uh, maybe I saw eating them that year. You was calling niggas broke in high school. I said, damn. You was calling niggas broke back then. You always been. <laughs> Man, I'm sorry, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> I ever hurt your feelings in high school? Nah, let me stop. Nigga, you broke. <laughs> Nigga, we all broke. What the fuck you talking about? <laughs> Man, look, I worked in high school, though. Yeah. I, I legally got me a job at 16. Like, my man, she didn't even know I was 16. I don't know how. How did you finesse that? Bruh, I was Where in... was you working at? <laughs> I'm not going to say it. What? 
it was a dress shop. Mm. It is a dress shop. And I was a part of the community internship program at the school. Mm -hmm. So with that, it was like getting internships and like working your way to get up a job. Mm -hmm. So I went to the store and I was like, you know, like, I don't mind. Like, I'll intern, you know, like, I ain't got to, you ain't got to pay me. Like, I can just intern. Because, you know, I knew it was for school. And I ended up finessing the job. And I don't know how, like, in paperwork, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how I ended up, like. You just slid yeah, under the table. Yeah, slid in, yeah. And, I was working, yep, since, wait, August 2012. Ain't stopped since. Yeah. Now you a boss. Yep. Now you a, a boss. boss. Yep, it's me. Definitely a boss. <laughs> 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 Look, I appreciate you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. It yeah. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. I enjoyed our conversation. For sure. You know, and hopefully you can inspire some women out there to follow in your footsteps or do something. Yeah. Instead of getting cucumbers right. stuck in their ear holes. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? God, yeah. For real. <laughs> <laughs> but for you know real. to follow it, you know, to do something positive and to know, like, you can be your own boss. If you don't like your job or you don't like what you do, like, you can go out there and do something for yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. And follow your dreams. Yeah. But um, tell them where they can find you at. Okay. So I am on Instagram. And my Instagram name is Meg. He is my realtor. Realtor is spelled R-E-A-L-T-O-R. Meg is my realtor. And my Facebook is Meg the realtor. And um, what is my dude? I mean, you can find me on LinkedIn. <laughs> Megan <laughs> Smiles. So... Uh, with Colwell Banker, so yeah, I'm you know I always want to connect with people. You know, I do want to interact with people more, so definitely follow me. Like you know, I'm trying to put out more tips and more information on the market in Atlanta. So please, I would love to be your preferred realtor whenever you decide to make that move to Atlanta. So what's niggas, up? if you ain't trying to buy a house, do not follow her nah. or slide in her DMs, please. Correct. Please do don't. not do that. No, Cause no, she will no. cuss you out bad. <laughs> I won't cuss you out. I just won't read it. <laughs> or if I do, I'ma read it and like make sure it's on scene so you can see that I read it. <laughs> Cause I'm, I don't want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> she don't. She's antisocial. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, muddy waters. We out. Word. Bye, y'all.